Welcome to the Celebration Sessions, a podcast unpacking life, loss and love. As I step further into the world of celebrancy, I want to share my journey as I learn more about just what makes us tick, how we fall in love, how we celebrate the milestones we mark and how we can talk about the inevitable loss we'll meet along the way. Alongside that, this is my reminder of how important it is now more than ever to celebrate. So thanks for joining me on this journey. This is the Celebration Sessions podcast. Now, welcome to the Celebration Sessions with myself, Connor Clear. If you're listening here for the first time, then I'm delighted that you've joined me on this journey. And equally, if you're back for more, having listened to previous episodes, then that is also super. Up for discussion this time, as we look at life, we're looking at the idea of self-care. Okay, now it is a word that's bandied around an, an awful lot, and especially during this lockdown, yet again, as we quite rightly need to be keeping on top of our mental health, I think in a more purposeful and, and, and conscious way. But what exactly is self-care? I mean, is it just an excuse to open the wine on a Tuesday night or does it carry real emotional weight? Well, isn't there only one way to find out? Uh, let's bring in our guest. Please welcome to the celebration sessions, Glow Coach and owner of Get Up and Glow, uh, promoting physical fitness and emotional well-being, Avian Cook. Avian, how are you doing? Hi, I'm very, very well. Thank you, Connor. And um, especially in these very testing times, but I'm feeling good this evening. Well, that yes. is good. That is good. Thank you so much for chatting to me today. I'm thrilled. How is everything going in? Now, I was going to say the glow zone, but I know it's Get Up and Glow 2020. Um, it's going. Uh, we, we are um, tr- trying to find new ways, I think, every day. Um, like you said, the glow zone was initially our plan. That was our studio name, the glow zone. Um, but from there, then we quickly realized that that wasn't going to happen. So Get Up and Glow is the movement. And that is, um, as you said, emotional and mental well-being uh, and physical fitness. Um, and we've just decided to take a lot online, which was what a lot of people are doing. And that seems wow. to be going really well. So we're thankful that that's at least moving forward. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And um, I, I know I did speak to a mutual friend of ours um, who's been in your classes. She was singing your praises. And now because I've been a bit distracted with this and getting this podcast together, but hopefully once it's up and running then, um, I am going to be joining your online classes. I have not moved um, <laughs> since March 2020. And um, <laughs> after Christmas, I think my bloodstream is probably around about 80, 85% cheese. So mm-hmm. I do need to do a little bit of fitness. And uh, yeah. you're going to be my first of calling fantastic and you know what it's a good thing that i coach online because otherwise i think i would be the same but it's funny how um i work i probably want to say about 50 percent harder online than within a studio because you're not face to face with the person so you really have to give that extra enthusiasm and that extra bit of beef to the screen so i find that i'm nearly working out exactly the same as the client which is great. Yeah. And that's my problem yeah. for the moment. <laughs> I'm sweating coming off those calls, so it's fantastic. And yeah. apparently, now obviously I know you're not allowed to talk about clients and things like that, but yeah. I do believe you are quite tough, Avine, uh, which I love. And that makes me want to join you even more mm. when it comes to fitness. You are tough, I believe. You know what? I think that it can be done. It's tough love. And I think it can be yeah. done with a smile. And when it's done with a smile um, and a little bit of humour, 
then it doesn't feel so bad, but yeah, you're still yeah. getting the results and you're getting the job done. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 I would say yes, I'm a tough teacher, um, but I think uh, tough love and, and good results. So absolutely, and yeah. you use that word love as well, tough love. Yeah, always. Oh, oh, oh. Something that's been overlooked with uh, fitness in general is it's supposed to be tough and hard and, um, you know, you're supposed to feel bad during it. And I think that's what the uh, Get Up and Glow movement are trying to sway away from. It, it needs to be enjoyable and it's a, as much about the mental side as it is the physical. So it's mm. about the love. You need to be loving what you're doing, loving your body throughout the process and not just the end result. Um, and I think that's what we need to focus on is the love part of it and the enjoyment rather than just, um, yeah, the outcome and and I suppose how bad it's going to be during it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like you say, the, 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 the mental and the physical side need to work in, in tandem together, I think, oh, as well sometimes, doesn't it? Completely, yeah. Now, of course, I've asked you here in your capacity uh, as, um, I'm calling you a, a glow coach, mm-hmm. um, because obviously the... Get Up and Glow 2020 offers so many different services, mm-hmm. one of which is is life coaching, for example, as well that you do. And I thought you were the perfect person to talk to about self-care. And that's really what I want to get my head around, because like I said in the, the introduction, it is something that's bandied around. It's a word and people go, oh, it's, you know, it's self-care. Yeah. And so I, I just wanted to, you know, explore it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I guess we could start from the start and maybe you could just shed some light on what exactly is self-care? How can we define it for a start? Okay. Well, self-care is whatever it is to every single person individually. So, um, and you did say, okay, it's, it's just, it's thrown around as kind of wishy-washy self-care was a good, let's put it, I'm going to do like the air um, the air quotes with girly, you know, face masks and um, yeah. your nails done. And that's all self-care. That's not what it is. Um, self-care can be, for me personally, it's a hot cup of tea. Um, first thing in the morning or last thing at night, it can be walking when you walk and you're just breathing and listening to what's going on around you. Self-care yeah. can be just reading a couple of lines in a book that you enjoy. Self-care can be singing to your favorite song at the top of your voice, even when you know you haven't got a note in your head in the shower, that's self-care. It's anything that makes your pores tingle and that makes you smile and say to yourself, I feel good in that moment. That's self-care. And I often kind of feel... That it's not, and I and I I think I've said this to you before because I the, our roles have kind of reversed for this podcast because I've been a guest on on your Instagram lives yeah. uh, previously, and and that's why I said I, I have to have Avian on because she's just fab at this because I think we're kind of very much on the same page, and this has come up before this idea of self care, mm-hmm. and the idea I think that it's it's not what you do, it's how you do it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, Connor, is um, people think self-care and it's it's like, oh, God, you know, I don't I, do I have to go home and run a bath and get the face mask out. And have I got time for that? And open a bottle of wine. You know, it's not Saturday. And it's you're it's overthinking like anything. It's how you do it. OK, yeah. I'll tell you what I want to. I want to walk to the shop 
with nobody else and no excuses with my earphones in listening to Diana Ross's best hits. If that <laughs> self-care is to you for those 10 minutes on a whatever, a Wednesday evening, well, then that's self-care. If you come back from that walk feeling really nice and you feel like you've been wrapped in a Diana Ross hug, well, that's self-care. So <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. It's exactly as you said, it's how you do it. So it can be 10 minutes, it can be an hour, it can be an hour and a half. And it's about building up and putting, like having a little checklist of things. What makes you feel good, Avian? Hot tea, tick. The sound of the rain, tick. Petting the dog, tick. That's not going to be your self-care. But I think consciously, like you say, tick, almost like ticking them off the list. Obviously, we don't want to live our life in lists, but no. but consciously saying, yeah, that's something now that I've done today, the hot cup of tea, you know, consciously doing it and being aware of this is something, like you say, that will open up my pores and make me happy. Yeah. And I think what's linked with self-care is guilt. Um, and that's what, what we're, as a society, we're very good at is, is feeling guilty about, oh, no, I can't do something for me. But at the mm. end of the day, it's like they say on a flight, you've got to fix your own mask first before you can tend to anybody else. Absolutely. So if you're not feeling good inside, how on earth are you supposed to look after a family or a partner or friends? So it is about you feel good, make yourself feel good, and then you can translate that on to anybody else that's around you or in your circle. And I think the things you do can be as big or as small as you want them to be, really. I mean, you've just mentioned a, a hot cup of tea yeah. or, or hearing the rain against the window and just, yeah. you know, being grateful for the fact that you're indoors. It can be just those conscious little moments. They don't have to be big, grand gestures. You don't have to run a bath for a half an hour to, yeah. to get into it. It can just be a small cup of tea. Yeah. And the thing is, look at it this way, OK? We all do our big shop. Okay, once a week or once every two weeks. And then we do our little shops. So we go and we get our, we top up. So we get our milk and we get our bread kind of every second day or whatever. And then we do our big shop. So your big shop can be your bath and your face masks and whatever it is, your waxing and your tanning or whatever it is. Then you've got your top ups of your hot tea or your, I don't know what it is, lighting your favorite candle in between or, you know, talking to you on the phone or treating yourself to that nice bunch of flowers. They're then your little top ups, your little, Nuggets of self-care, you know, that add to your glass. That's the way I look at it. And I think for me to get my head around it, I think there are different headings that I think you can almost put them under. There's that kind of, there's the the physical self-care that could be, you know, going out for a run, which, you know, essentially is connecting with nature, even if it's just a walk, just being out in the fresh air and... Mm -hmm. Just doing that, that in itself, if if that's what you want to do, if that's what you feel your body needs, well, then that's that act of self-care. So there's kind of a physical side, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, emotional self-care as well is yeah, so th- that, that probably deserves its own episode of, of, of a podcast oh because the, the idea of, of yeah. loving yourself and being yeah. kind to yourself, I think. This is a new concept for so many people. And this is something that you know me, Connor, I am such an advocate for. Yeah. That why can we as humans not say, I love myself implicitly? Yeah. And how on earth are you supposed to, like Oprah says, how are you supposed to love anybody else if you can't love yourself? So I think it's okay to say, do I love Avian every single piece of her? Yes, I do. You have got to be able to say that. Yeah, yeah. And I think 
like you said, it's it's different forms. So the physical side, we're all very good at. Oh, I've put on excess weight at Christmas. I'm going to go and I'm going to start a fitness plan. I'm going to do all these now online classes. I'm going to go for my run. I'm going to have we any of us gone mentally? How am I feeling emotionally? Yeah. Am I prepared for 2021? None of us are because we're now in a pandemic that we never thought we'd be in. None of us are emotionally or mentally prepared as much as we like to think we are for what's happening right now. So now is the time to self-care. And if that is letting your tears out, bursting into tears as soon as you wake up or the middle of the day, that's self-care because you're allowing that glass to tip out that excess um, buildup. The water has built up too high and you need to tip it out and be able to go, okay, it's not normal. Let's bring it down a couple of notches. Yeah. And in those circumstances, then I go, what will make me feel normal in this very second? Not in the next month or the next year. In this very second, a hot cup of tea will make me feel like aving again. And like you say, that idea of, of, you know, how you talk to yourself as well. We'd never ask ourselves, how am I feeling? You'd ask a friend, how are you feeling? You never ask yourself that. And And I... Uh, would you agree i think that we talk to ourselves in a way we would never speak to friends it's disgusting it's so disgusting if if we wrote down the things that we say to ourselves and pass that letter on to anonymous person it's it's just it's so horrible you would be Isn't so it? hurt you know um and it's the greatest lie that we tell ourselves these things every day um and i was only talking to a friend about this today in one breath I can say, you're so amazing, you're you're confident, you're powerful. And I can be crying the next minute with you're worthless, you're a terrible mom, you're, you know, your business is is going under. So we need to find those times, like you said, ask you, check in with yourself. How are you feeling today? And I'm not feeling too good, actually, Avian. Why is that? And we don't do that. You'd ask your friends, try and get to the bottom of it. Why do you feel like that? Yeah. And try and ask ourselves that. What's making me feel like this? You know, and try and pinpoint and exactly then we go back to the self-care. What will make you feel good in this instant? Um, and I think something else to be very, very hot on and clear on here, Connor, is uh, time. Take time. We can't go. We all know that our long term goals want to change and be better. But yeah, now we can't do that. So it needs to be in smaller little chunks of time instead of going you know, in the next day or the next week or the next year, just say in the next maybe 24 hours, I want to get through a full day and feel okay and not feel like a failure and feel like what the heck is happening in life right now, you know? Absolutely. And that's probably something that's so important for now as we hunker down into this next level of of restrictions, you know, because that is something that we're going to have to arm ourselves with as well, I think. Um, what other headings did I have? I mean, there was professional and psychological. I, I, I know we probably discussed this before. I remember before Christmas, I had to get new business cards and I'd been putting it off for so long because the website I was getting them from had so many, now this probably sounds so trivial, but they had such a choice of cards, right? <laughs> that having to go through them was a chore, <laughs> So I was like, uh, and I kept putting it off and off and off and off. But then the other side of me was saying, well, I'm not going to approach clients and customers until I have a business card. So everything was being put off. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, Connor, come on now. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and it was, by coincidence, it was the cup of tea. And I sat down and I said, right, I'm going to give myself this next 
hour or two hours to go through these and I picked a lovely business card but because I did it consciously and I felt great afterwards as soon as I I picked it I filled in it was a template kind of type thing and I ordered it and I thought that's it done now and now I've got a lovely business card on the way out to me and I felt great after it. Mm-hmm. So it was just the fact that I had taken the time out to do something that one was going to make me happy, but two was going to benefit me as well. So yeah. why was I putting it off? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, the thing is there, Connor. Okay. So what happened was you actually opened up a whole new realm of business for yourself simply by picking a template and a business card. Mm. And that goes for a lot. So people, we all have these big goals. Okay. But Let's let's pair that right back to picking the template for the business card. So yeah, yeah. write down, you and me do this a lot, write down, even, even taking the pen to paper and writing down your goal is enough for that day. That's all. You've put it out there. Tomorrow's another day. Now, then you can expand and that can go for many different things. Sometimes, and what, like you said there, you, you, you said to yourself, okay, Take the bull by the horns, get yourself a cup of tea and, and sit down with this. So in yeah. effect, you actually quite enjoyed the process then rather than just thinking, I just want the blooming business card to be here. You actually went, which ones do you like? Don't you like? You got through the process. And in effect, then you know that that made you feel good and you know that that's going to bring you business. So it's yeah. all those yeah. little steps, 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 you know, to make you feel good. It's And a lot of the time it is about just grabbing the bull by the horns and, and and going for it and just doing something that you know in a, in a long term will make you feel good. And do you know what? You touched on something there. I wanted to ask you, uh, and you, you, you've you started to answer this, so we might explore this now. Because I was going to say, you know, let's be honest. Sometimes it is hard to motivate yourself. Sometimes you might have something that you want to do specific, but you can't motivate yourself to do it. Um, and I wanted to ask what you can do to motivate it, but you touched there on writing it down. Mm-hmm. That is such a powerful first step. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Connor, um, I, I'm sure that we've all had these moments where everything seems fine. And then we go to bed and Pandora's box opens with every worry and problem in the world. Um, and it happens to us all, I'm sure. Um, mm. And what happens here is, what I've started to notice when I write stuff down, so I try to go through them one by one in my head, the problems and the, and, and the, the, I suppose the goals that, that I set go through my head and altogether it seems overwhelming. But as soon as I start to write stuff down line by line by line, it's coming out of my body, out of my brain and onto that page. And then suddenly seeing it there in black and white, I'm like, Oh, it's not so bad. And then an effect for your goals it's yeah. there in front of you. And then actually you can whittle out the ones that you go, nah, that can wait. So sometimes it's good to number them even. Okay, that's a number one. I can start with that. Uh, that one, look, that's going to take me another maybe six months. Let's put that down the line in the seven. So you can do it that way so that on paper you can see it first of all. It's already out there. It's clearer now. It's out of your body and it's on paper. And yeah. then you can see in order which ones you feel, let's tackle, let's go for, and which ones maybe they're a little bit longer term, you know? Because there is something about writing things down that gives it a life and gives it an energy. And and, and even if, if you talk about, you know, your emotions, if, if you want to, you know, mindfully do something, but mindfulness is, is going to be something I'm going to be chatting with uh, a friend in, in the next episode, in fact. So I won't delve too much into it now, but even just giving something life and giving it energy 
you know, putting pen to paper is a magical way of, yeah. of making it happen. Even if it's something simple, like a list of things to do that you need to do in a day. Yeah. And you go, God, where do I start? Well, take a minute or a minute and a half to write them down. And then you can look at that list and go, I think I'll start here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something magical about writing things down. There is. And even writing it down in itself is self-care because you've, you've, you've cared about yourself enough to get them out of your head and onto paper. So, yeah. um, and some people aren't about lists, you know, some people work it differently. They can voice note on the phone or whatever way you work it. Me personally, I'm all about the stationery, the nice books and, 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 and getting out the pen to paper. Um, but it does, you are right. It comes to life. Um, and also, I mean, this is another one for a completely different conversation, but once you get it to paper, that is what's called throwing it out to the universe. Mm. So once it's actually out of your body and out there, it's no longer in your control. It's now out of your hands and it's, yeah, it's the universe's, um, to take to that. That's another conversation, but that is (laughs) self-care because you're acknowledging the fact that you want to start somewhere or you want to you know, you want some goal to happen that day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, here's a question, because if 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 we look at how we do it and, you know, how do we how do we enact self-care? How do we not do it? So basically what I'm trying to say is what are the pitfalls? Because like that, you know, when when you see somebody on wherever on Instagram or Facebook, you know, popping the wine on a Monday evening going self-care and, and I'm watching it and I know you're the same, you'd be like, that's not what self-care is. You're missing the point. Mm. What are those pitfalls, okay. those areas that we misunderstand about the idea yeah. of, of self-care? Okay, so we ha- you have to, I suppose, know, um, is this going to make me feel good? Not just mm. momentarily, but um, long-lasting. Uh, and, geez, I'm, I'm all for alcohol. I'm not an alcoholic. By any means. <laughs> However, you know. As am I. <laughs> I do enjoy a nice glass of red. I do enjoy a nice whiskey, a nice champagne. Um, however, I know that if I've got, um, you know, the school run the next day or if I've got clients the next day, well, I'm not going to devour a bottle of red wine, am I? And, and feel yeah. horrific. You know, that's a different, that's for a different time. I think the self, the, the pitfalls are, Think to yourself first, um, is this going to make me feel deep down good? Um, And also, I think there's a fine line between um, self-care and self-destruction. And again, that's a deeper conversation. But um, a lot of us do tend to go, oh, my God, everything's terrible. Pass me the bottle. So, you know, I think for us to be able to look away from that and go, oh my God, everything's really bad, but what can I write down? I'm going to write down and have a hot cup of tea or I'm going to write down or I'm going to read my book and and know from that things that I, I feel have made me feel good. Watch an episode of something nice that makes you feel good. Listen to a podcast. It doesn't always have to be reaching for the bottle or, um, you know, I suppose another one that actually sometimes feels like self-care and is very destructive is yeah. sitting with a group of friends, obviously not physically now, online whatever but um and and, and actually uh bitching about other people which is something oh my god yes that yeah. seems like therapy but actually is is very deeply wounding in in yourself which a lot of people don't recognize but you never feel good after doing that no you don't and like that there is a difference i guess between if if look if somebody has said something to you if, if they've upset you if you need to vent you know, if you can have one friend mm-hmm. that you go to and, you know, a safe space where you go, listen, can I tell you something? I just yeah. need to. 
and you offload it in a safe space. Yeah. But that's something really different to what you've just described there. When you're out in a gang, mm. uh, and I've certainly felt that over the years uh, with different people, and you feel so uncomfortable because you know this is toxic and, and the it's thing not, is, it's very not quickly we get sucked into it connor i know i have you get sucked in and before you know it you're adding to the conversation adam feels the fire but you know that you don't feel good it's like it's like a child in a playground almost you feel like something's not right about the situation so yeah although everyone's kind of maybe laughing at the time and whatever i always come away from a feeling that's not good as much as maybe i dislike the person that, that that's in the you know involved in the conversation it's it's not it doesn't make you feel good so it's knowing those and identifying the things that don't make you feel good yeah and before we wrap up can we talk about while we're while we're talking about those negative forces mm. can we talk about social media because oh, oh my god that is just yeah. a breeding ground for just yeah. negative energy and, and and if you think that you need some self-care or if you need to take time out to look after your mental health, social media oh, and the all these websites, and no. they are just the worst. The one thing, and we've said this before, Connor, that I plead with people to do is unfollow. It's the most amazing book, oh, yeah. is unfollow. If you're reading things or seeing pictures that deep down do not make you feel like a better person, you unfollow, you just delete it from your circle, delete it from your life. Um, and we all get sucked into this where we're looking at people for me in person in bikinis and, you know, um, spewing out all this stuff, how amazing life is constantly. And if that doesn't make me feel good inside personally and I feel inadequate, then I just go, why are you looking at that then? Just stop looking, yeah. you know, delete it. Or, you know, these constant negative quotes or, or um, you know, people pulling each other apart, take them out of your life because it's, it's not serving well at all. That's the other thing. And certainly in this climate at the moment now, as the oh, pandemic continues, no, no. people, I think, are very emotionally sensitive right now, which yeah. is kind of fair enough. Yeah. But maybe social media isn't the platform to no. be discussing and debating this. No. And you see people getting upset about, you know, the smallest of things, which is fair enough. But again, you know, it's just not the right place to do it. No. And if you're an observer of that if you're even if you're just sitting back watching conversations unfold, that yeah. can actually bring you down as well. Oh, completely. And the thing is, again, we all get sucked into it, Connor. Um, all of us end up scrolling for it goes on for an hour, and before you know it, you come away and you feel that dull feeling of oh God, what what's life come to? But yeah. can you just take a minute to remember that it's just opinion, it's not fact. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's exactly that, it's a social platform. Um, so we all need to know when to, that's a massive step in self-care is take yourself away from the social media. And, and another thing is we don't, you don't have to post everything. You know, that's another thing is the constant need to go exactly that self-care post it up. Oh, what am I doing? I'm going to post that up, post that up. If that's the type of person you are fine, but don't force that. You know, you don't need to post up every single step of, of anything of, of your day of your, don't feel the pressure yeah, to have yeah, to do that yeah, basically. Yeah. That is a lovely little message, I think, to to um, wrap this up on. If, if, if you are in a space where you, where you need positive mental energy, well, then perhaps social media is not the place. And just, just tread carefully. And there is, like you say, that unfollow button. Yeah. Um, so just to wrap up, let's just clarify this in a little media-friendly soundbite, as Alan Partridge said in one episode. Self-care is... Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Self-care is... Breathing in what makes you feel at your best. So, so whatever makes you feel like Connor, that's self-care. Deep down in your soul, 
the things that make you feel like Connor. That's self. That is that is an absolutely gorgeous message to wrap this up on. Um, Avine, thank you so much. If anyone wants to explore this more, now for a start, I think you are definitely going to be back on this podcast. Please say you'll come back 100%. and talk to me again. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. I actually really love that chat. We've said before, when we get together, we just, I, I get so much out of our conversations. Um, when they're off air and offline as well, when it's just us out having mm -hmm. dinner or coffee or whatever it is, or a little glass of wine, I just love it so much. So thank you so much uh, for joining me, Avi. Thank you for having me. And the conversations can delve into so many different realms. Um, so yeah, we, we, we tend to talk on, and thank you so much for having me on this episode. Lovely. Oh, you're a star. No, thank you. Um, listen, if anyone wants to explore this more, you can check out Get Up and Glow 2020. Um, you're on Instagram. Mm -hmm. yep. um, so check out the Instagram page. So, Avian, you've got life coaching, yoga, Pilates, uh, meditation. Um, what we're coming into more of recent is we've got two workshops coming up. We've got guided meditation coming up and we have vision boards and goal setting coming up as well. That is fab. Well, listen, hopefully I'll be able to hop in on some of that journey because I'd love to experience some of that. Uh, there is certainly a new idea which you have, which I love. Uh, and I was speaking to that uh, aforementioned mutual friend of ours. Uh, group fitness classes, which you can arrange with your friends as well. Yeah. Um, and it, we, I just really want to specify that it's obviously not group all in one room. Basically, the, the concept is um, I wanted to create a, a workout that that was around yourself and your friends, your own friends. So you choose the people that you want to work out with. Um, and then we create a Zoom link and we log on and we've got music in the background and we all work out together for the 45 minutes. But you guys get to have a banter and laugh with your friends too, all on Zoom. So it's a safe and effective workout, but it's with your own peers. Which is I will see you online in one of your fitness classes soon. Uh, in the meantime, Avian, again, thank you so much for chatting to thank me today. I got a lot out of that. And I hope our listeners did too. Uh, thanks also to the listener. Let me know what you think of this chat. And of course, my next episode as well. And you're always welcome to get involved in the discussion. Episode five is online and ready to go. Uh, looking at how you can perhaps change the lens through which you view grief as well. It's an interesting conversation. So give that a listen. Get in touch through the Celebration Sessions Instagram page. Um, yeah, that's it. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. And God bless. Thank you.